On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Today's guest is the Vaughn Tramps. Let's go. And as most of the time, not always, we are joined by Kyler, all the way out there in California, and Diego from the Asylum Radio Network. We have Chris, oh, and Sam's over in the background. Mad face. Pushing buttons for the show. Sad face, uh, angry face, angry face, sad face. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We got Chris Cassandra here, the bass player from the Vaughn Champs, a punk band out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. How are you doing today, Cassandra? I'm doing fucking fantastic. So thank you for having me on the show and including the Von Tramps. This is awesome. Absolutely. So the band started 2015 or 16. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it's 2015. Let's go with 2015. Okay, 2015. And uh, you are the bass player. So when did you, were you the original bass player for the band or did you come in afterwards? I came in afterwards. So the original bass player was uh, Kim Bolden. She's pretty great. And um, I actually saw, we played, um, I was in another band called Fuzzy Machete, and we had a, like an all-girl lineup um, at this, one of our favorite bars called Palmer's, and that's, that's in Minneapolis. Palmer's Bar is fantastic. They're one of the only venues that, like, if you're just any punk band, you can just get a show there. I feel like there's a lot of, like, gatekeeping in, like, the music community. Like, oh, you need to have, you know, 2,000 people on Insta. But Palmer's is like, yeah, just get up on the stage. We don't give a fuck. So they take everything. Yeah. Well, That's- we had a band called uh, Heather Go Psycho. I don't know if you've heard of Heather Go Psycho from San Antonio. They they came all the way from Texas to Minneapolis. And so we set up like an all-girl band lineup. And the Von Tramps opened. So that's when I first saw the Von Tramps. And I was like, holy shit, this is an amazing band. Like, that, that these people are so lucky to be in this awesome band. And at that same show, their bass player was like, yeah, I'm going to grad school, so I'm quitting. <laughs> oh, education got in the way of the band. That happens a lot, That happens a lot, though. It's super hard to, as, as we get older and we become adults, it's hard to get a, a band to stick together because life happens. And sometimes people just don't want to stick out the band thing. And especially if you're going to grad school, that takes a lot of time, especially and if it was away and not in uh, Minneapolis, then... There goes band. So lucky for you, though, you got to come in and join. Yes, I did. And so um, I actually waited. They kept posting like on Craigslist and Facebook, like still looking for a bassist, still looking for a bassist. And they just were auditioning people waiting for the right one. And I guess I came along and I've been with them ever since. It's been an absolute blast. And the Vaughn Tramps is a trio, right? It's just it's just three of you. Good job. There you go. Tree. My man. They got it. A, a, a little backstory, real quick, on why they're congratulating me over here is really they should be congratulating themselves as well. Uh, we we talked about the Von Tramps on a Facebook Live episode that we did, and we couldn't think of the name for a three person band. We could like quartet, like no. So, anyways, uh, Diego wound up looking it up, and then trio. And I remembered that ever since. I won't forget the it's word it. trio. 
Yep. <laughs> what is that? Because word? of the Von Tramps. Because yeah, of the Von exactly. Tramps. You'll always remember Trio. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, well, along those same lines, like we are, like I think the core of the band is a Trio. It's Chelsea, Jenna, and I. Um, but then we also have a, a cast of drummers who have evolved over the years. And it's because they keep like meeting really strong, awesome partners and getting married. And <laughs> so they can't go on these crazy punk tours with us. But um, we have a whole cast of really amazing drummers that that play with us. So we are four piece. Um, and then we also have a horn section, a rotating cast of horns that come in. Cool. And I think we have like four cool. horn players that we, we play with and they're all fantastic. We love them. So then you kind of cross over in the Scott, right? With the horn, I guess it'd be more of a Scott. Is mostly is it mostly punk or is it mostly Scott? We're everything, and I think that's where people kind of struggle on what to what to label us as because we are pop punk. We have a lot of Scott elements, like we are a Scott band. Um, we're on a lot of Scott punk uh, compilations, and we play with a lot of Scott bands. Like we just played with the Toasters and the English Beat in the same year, and uh, yeah. I think punk bands and ska bands have the coolest band names. Like every I was just name, thinking that. The Toasters. Every like band name you said tonight, like what Heather Psycho, what was Psycho it? Psycho Heathers. So, or right? something like that. And then yeah, so, Heather I mean, Go Psycho, Mustard Plug, Toasters. Mustard Plug. Um, yeah. Ner- I mean, we played with Nerf Herder last year. Nerf Herder Greet. See? So, like I, Star Wars. All these punk bands. You know what's crazy, though? Like, if you go, if you go to a... Uh, like a punk show flyer, which I think Diego has uh, one of you guys. Let's see if we get that pulled up over here. Let's see if Sam can pull it up or if Diego can pull it up on the screen. There we go. So we have, I think, the Von, there's the Von Tramps right there, third line down. Uh, but you, I, so this, let, let's talk about this for a second. This is going to be June 3rd. Where Where is this going to be at? This is in Linz, Austria. It's like a huge campground by a lake. Okay. And they've already sold out of like the early access tickets. I don't, I don't know what to expect because we went to Savannah Fest last year and it was huge and a huge party. And this one's supposed to be even bigger. So yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's in Austria by a lake. We're playing it with like all of our favorite bands. I don't really know how this happened, but it's happening. It's amazing. My favorite thing. We can get that pulled off now. Um, <laughs> Z, we got we got Zebrahead on there. Which is an I had no idea they were even still around, and they're kind of a uh, they're not really punk though. They're kind of more of a hip hop alternative, I guess I would say group. I guess maybe punk. And then was that Rancid playing on there and Anti Flag as well? Yep, yep. <laughs> all all the lineup. It's that's gonna be pretty that's wild. Awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be an exciting show. Well, we so last year we played with the Dropkick Murphys and the Descendants that that's who headlined um, last year with Wizzo. And we were asked to come back for this year. And we've just been watching the tour poster. Like every week, another name was being added to it. And we're just like, holy shit, this is amazing. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what an honor. So is every time you get a, 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 you said you had rotating drummers, are they always female? Uh, Do you ever have men play in the band as well? They're mostly men, actually. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, and it's just because like every drummer knows a guy who can like help us out, or it's very hard to find people who are willing to 
like fly out to Germany and play a set of shows with us to learn our whole catalog. We don't play just like simple punk songs. Our songs have all these weird time signatures and Jenna's like, okay, now at this point we're going to stop and we're going to do this weird thing. And then there's just a lot of elements. It feels a lot like, like theater. And mm-hmm. so finding a drummer who can um, hit all those is, is really <laughs> difficult. And so we try to keep an open mind on what drummers um, uh, we want. And usually like our, our drummer, our previous drummer will recommend like two or three other drummers to us. Oh, what happened? Sorry. There she is. Hey. My computer uh-huh. went off. I don't know why my <laughs> clock was on, but. Okay. So you guys, you guys do a lot of touring then, uh, European tours and American tours. Yeah. We just got off a, uh, 11 day tour with the Dolly Rot. So 11 shows, 11 oh. days. Um, the Dolly Rots are, you know, they're heroes. They've been in the scene for decades and now we get to tour with them and they're pretty fantastic. If you could pick your ideal tour of a band that you would want, like bands that you would want to play with, like three or four bands with the Von Tramps, do you have one that you'd like a, a dream lineup for you? I don't even know like what I, <laughs> I have such terrible taste in music. This would be a much better question for like Chelsea and Jenna. <laughs> I think they would want to say like, they would want to tour with Blink-182 and um, The Replacements which mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be able to happen anymore. And then um, I think who else? Ooh, what's that band called? Uh, oh my God. I'm so bad. Oh, here we go. I know. I forget. <laughs> All timers. All the time. I forget. It's a girl singer and she has a, Sam, what is that band? The Interrupters. That's what you're trying to think of. Oh yeah, my God. We would. Yeah. Thank you. We would absolutely love to play with the Interrupters. They're actually coming out to play a show with Savannah Fest. I think it's like right before or right after. And so we're not on the same bill as them, but we would love, absolutely love to play with them someday. So Sabam, that's how you say it. It's not S-B-A-M. It's actually Sabam. Is that also a record label? It is, yep. yep. Okay, so and you guys are signed with the, And how long have you been with that record label for? Uh, shoot, like two, two years now? Okay, what's the what's the benefits like the pros uh, for you being signed to a record label, and are there any cons that go along with it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, they're all good questions. Every single yeah. one. No, no, they're not. You can tell them. You can tell them that question sucks. <laughs> tell them. Well, I think it's just like it's so. Um, I don't know if the empowering is the word, but just validating to have somebody look at your music and look at you as an artist and say, like, I believe in this and I want more of this. So there's a lot of pros and having the backing of a label. Um, Obviously, like we're on Sabam Fest, which is a huge concert and can't wait. Like we're on that. We're on that because we're on the the label and we've got to know them pretty closely. They know that we can like show up in a festival and put on a good show. Uh, and then I guess like the cons, which I don't really see as a con is when you have like people that are believing in you and backing you that you like, I think the perception is once you get a label, you don't have to work as hard, but you have to work twice as hard because now there's twice as many people involved. 
And it's not just you and you don't just get to take like your Saturday off or you don't just get to say, oh, I don't really want to do that tour. I mean, they don't they don't really care. They they let us do what we want to do. But it's a it's a more of a team effort. And you have to think about others than just yourself and your band. I feel like that's a job interview question. Like, so tell us some goods. And what, what don't you like about yourself? You say, you know, sometimes I, I just work too hard sometimes. Sometimes you know? I work too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But oh, I, so far there hasn't been really any cons. It's just, it's, I thought there's like the seventies perception of like when you get signed to a label, then it's just like champagne and groupies and you get like these, you know, huge whatevers. Used to be that way. I think yeah. used, it used to be that way a long time ago. No, and now it's like, yeah, you're signed to a label, but now you're playing like with pros and you got to show up as a pro and you step up your game. Yeah, step up your game. Yeah. So you have a new album out called, what is it? What's it called? Go. Go. It's called Go. Go. And just came out. And then we have your music video that I have for Goldfish Memories came out from what YouTube says a month ago. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but uh, that's. (laughs) Oh, there's the record. Is that is that that's the record for uh for Go that pink album right there? That's right. That's um, oh, it says Go on it. I see. Okay, I get it now. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at first. Sorry. One of the one of the nice things about working with Sabam is they release everything on vinyl, and they work with distributors. Like I don't know how they do this, but they come up with just the most absolute beautiful vinyls. And we've had Go released in probably like eight different variations and colors now. And that that's like one of them. There's a yellow one. There's a pink one. I've only got like seven more of those in my basement to ship out <laughs> if anybody I, wants them. I, I really feel like punk bands still need to have vinyl. That's part of like the that's like the punk scene. Never like even when vinyls were kind of going away, I feel like the punks were still keeping it alive. And that's part of punk culture. Yeah. 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 yeah more than more than any genre, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have a so we have a record store, Mill City. Um, they're Mill City Records, and they're named after like the mill in Minneapolis that blew up because it was a flour mill, and flour is really flammable, and it exploded. And there's a so it's called Mill City Sound, and they're a phenomenal record store, and that's where you'll find me on a lot of Saturday mornings, just picking through their new releases, trying to see if I can find like a new Black Flag final I don't have or a cure album I don't have and now uh it was really it felt like really great to go there and bring some of our vinyls in there to sell like now now our punk album is in here too <laughs> well, here's what we're go ahead Diego no I just can say with with the with punk overall just there's never there's different eras but there's never been a it's never felt like there was like a pause like it never went away right we've had went from Black Flag Ramones and, and, and Agent or a Code Orange and then all, all kinds of just the other bands in the in-between and then Blink-182 and they've kind of carried the torch and then kind of just sprinkled it in with all the other bands. So you guys are in that, but also you kind of pile it together with the ska. And here in Nashville, there's a thing called Rockabilly, which since I've moved here, I was like, no, that's, that's ska. Like, you can say it. It's okay. Like, when no. you guys go out on these big shows, big tours, especially in other countries, What's the feedback that y'all get as far as like crowds, huge crowds? We see it like this is not small. This is these are this is still a movement. Like why is people just scared of punk? Uh, I don't. They're still just like loyal punk fans. And they've mm. kind of I mean, I, I love pop music, too. But there is still just people who love punk when they get in their cars. 
punk is what they listen to and that's what Mm -hmm. speaks to their heart. And there's just, there's a lot of punk albums and punk themes that never go away. Like fuck the government and fuck the man and fuck capitalism. And that's all, that's all stuff that never ages. It's we're always fighting the systems of oppression and no one speaks out louder against it than in punk rock. That I think the only person, one of the only ones who did it, well, System of a Down kind of does it, and then I, I really feel that uh, Rage Against the Machine also being political bands, but mostly it is, it is out in, in punk music, and that's why I love, I love a good "fuck you" song. You know, I really do. I love "fuck the man" and "fuck this," and that's why I initially started listening to, to punk music. Here's what I want to do: that. I want to take a a, a break and uh, hear an ad from one of our advertisers, and when we come back. I want to play your song, Goldfish Memories, which I heard it for the first time a little bit ago, and everyone's going to fucking love it. So here we go with our ads, and we'll be right back. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
<laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Sebastian, you know what that reminds me of? What? How we met. Tell me, that is a song that oh, I literally... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like back in the day, all the garage bands. But like that is a song I will put on to get ready to go out. Because I could see myself bouncing around getting pumped up. That was so, such a good song. Thank you. We love that song. That song, song reminds um, me of Katy Perry's Last Friday Night. Thank you. That <laughs> you. That That's song. way better. That was so fun. It's a fun song. I was bouncing. I like that. Same. Same. Yeah. 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 It's it one of our favorites. Happy. Yeah. Uh, we do um, our videos ourselves. And that was one where we were like, we really need to make this one like a fun party. And we was shot that it in your friends? Studio. Yeah, those are all was our that... friends. Those are all awesome. um, people. Like one of them's my, literally my next door neighbor. I call her. I'm like, awesome. can you just be in our video? And she's a huge fan of ours. And she's like, hell yeah, I'll come be in your video and rock it out with awesome. us. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, we shot it here in my basement. So, like, that's in my basement. <laughs> awesome. What's that, what's that song about specifically? Uh, it's about like a one night stand and, you know, meeting someone, making maybe some mistakes, but, you know, it's fine. It's does, does, <laughs> you, does she say, and I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Does she say, you got a, you got a pussy and you got to zip it? No, you're kind of. <laughs> of course, you heard that. No, you're kind of fuzzy, and you gotta zip it. That's what. Yeah. Oh. Kind of yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that now. I was like, "Is that what she said?" <laughs> we just got canceled. We just got canceled. That's it. We just. Got canceled. It. Thanks, Sebastian. You're welcome. <laughs> Number one, number one reason why we need the lyric books back in in all vinyls and cassettes is for people like Sebastian. <laughs> there he is. Got a pussy. Got a pussy. The lyrics are on the vinyl. I'm out to get the vinyl. Nice. So, okay, what does she say then? What does she say? You're kind of fuzzy, and you gotta zip it. Oh shit! I totally <laughs> fucked that up. Get to me. Because well, I'm thinking one night stand kind of thing. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my head was going in that direction. Yeah. Oh Birth yeah, control. that's awkward. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's awesome. And, and you guys had a, you guys had a lot of blink vibes in that too. For me, anyways, like that. That's uh, I whoop, like grew up on it, right? Grew up on blink, and that's that's the video. The bass lines, a lot of mark in there. Like, I, I dig it. I, I definitely dig that single. Yeah, Jenna actually wrote the bass line to that song. She was like, I want to sound like this. And I'm like, I don't think it's humanly possible to play that, but we're going to do it anyway. And, and you did it. And Nailed it. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else the rest of the show. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. I'm just going to sit with my nose against the walls, what I'm going to do. That's okay. The girls got this. We got this. Angry face. Hey, angry face. Yeah. That's what you get. Angry face. Angry face. <laughs> what, is your, what is your biggest struggle uh, about being in a band and do not say it's when you go on podcasts and they fuck up the lyrics to your song? <laughs> <laughs> I think like the biggest struggle in being a band is just like keeping true to your band while like shit happens all around you. It's so easy to just throw in the towel, like any, like, oh, 
someone doesn't have a job right now or someone's going through a tough time or you're having, you know, it's just life gets so hard and it's so easy to just stop. And that's the exact wrong thing to do is Mm -hmm. you always want to like, just make time for your band, make time for your music. And that's, that's what we've been doing for like eight years now. How many albums have you guys put out in the last eight years? Um, just three we've had, or so Chelsea and Jenna put out, um, an EP and then, um, the future is female is the first, uh, full length BT album. And so I joined during that. And then we released, um, sun's out strung out, which is an EP. Um, and, uh, and go. So I guess that's that's four. Okay. And then we've had like we had some singles drop on Spotify here and there. We we released a cover of uh, Sunflower, um, and uh, I think a few other ones too. But yeah, I'm still laughing at what I said in my head. I can't get over that. I, I did notice in in your music video you, there are several drummers in there. Is that it's not just one? I noticed right? that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So um, the the main drummer he's our drummer right now, Trevor Klopp. And he's like one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. And he joined us about uh, like a year ago and he went on tour. He went on the Dolly Routes tour with us and he's coming to Savannah Fest with us this year. And then we also have um, Nicole Jean Rohde, who is like, she's kind of a legend in the Minneapolis scene. She, she's in multiple bands all the time. She's been in several of our music videos. She is like a huge, uh, every, everybody knows her. She's an amazing drummer, front woman. And yeah, uh, let's talk about you just a little bit uh, before we get off of the show. I did notice uh, on Facebook I saw that you uh, were bo- either born in Korea or from Korea. Yeah, so um, uh, like a lot of people like me, I'm mixed race Korean with like a military background, and so my okay. parents met in Korea, and we. Uh, I think I was, I lived in New Jersey for, I was born in New Jersey and then lived there for about a week before we moved back to Korea. And I was there for most of my childhood. My brother was born there and we moved back to the States when I was in like middle school. And yeah, so that's, that's where I grew up. So growing up there and then coming over here to, I guess, cause it was your dad, your dad's from uh, the United States. My dad's from Minnesota. So that's how we, that's how we landed here. Was it like a, was it like a, a kind of a, uh, how, how old were you when you came back here first, I guess? Um, six, 16, I think. Was 16, it quite a big, was it like a culture shock or had you been back kind of quite a bit, um, between South Korea and Minnesota? Yeah, I lived in like, cause like we're a military family. So I lived in California for a while, Wisconsin. So, but, um, yeah, it was definitely like a little bit of a culture shock because like you're leaving, another country and then you're also going to like high school in another country. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Yeah. It's, so it's a, definitely a little bit of a, a culture shock. Yeah. I'd say. And do you speak Korean? Um, a little bit. It's real bad. <laughs> when well, I go back to Korea, it like comes back, but like, it's pretty, it's pretty terrible. I was, who, who is that? I think me first in the gimme, gimme sing a song, I think in Japanese. I think they only do cover songs. Right? It'd be kind of cool to hear a punk band do a song. And I know you're not the vocalist. You play the bass, but it'd still be kind of cool if you had a punk song that was in another language. I would, even if I don't know what they say, I think it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like Mike Park from like the Chinkies and Skanking Pickles, he does a couple songs in Korean. And it's fun. Like the first time I heard of Asian Man Records and I started listening to his music, I'm like, oh, I know these words. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have a following? Do you send? Do you have friends? I'm assuming you have. Friends. Are you? Are you? A, are you a, go ahead, Sam. Are, are you That's able it. to tell uh, Sebastian sucks in Korean? Oh, that would um, be so cool. I don't pabo so <laughs> like it's just stupid. Like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, I guess that that's really all the time we got on the show. And let's oh, be, let's talk about um, your merchandise. And we already know you have the, the show coming up in June, future tours, and the, if you have any planned and merchandise. Yeah, so um, we've got Savannah Fest coming up. We've got a few shows uh, coming up around the Minneapolis area, and then we're hoping for a big fall tour. So the best way to follow us is just follow us on Instagram. Um, if you go to our band camp, we have all of our merchandise on there. We got shirts, CDs, vinyl, stickers, all sorts of really cool stuff. People love our shirts. Chelsea is really particular about shirts, and so they're all, like, super softy soft and come in, like, every size. I think we've got, like, everything from, like, small to, like, triple XL. And uh, let's see. We've got – if and, uh, you know, follow us on band camp. And then what's that other, like, like uh, bands – to subscribe to like when our tours come out. And if you're on, if you follow us on Spotify, it'll tell you also when we're coming into your town. So do that too. I didn't know Spotify did that. Wow. Yeah. I don't really listen to Spotify. I'm over Apple. Even though I have an Android, I listen to Apple music. I don't, I don't know why. I just, I just want to be trendy. Yeah, that's right. I'm you want to be trendy. That's why. Who sings that's a song right. about trendy? Real Big Fish. They have a song. I think it's called Trendy. Maybe. I don't know. They have a, they have a song anyways. I don't know if you're a big Real Big Fish fan, but, uh, Oh, hold cool. on. Did you did you just correct yourself by saying, wait, well, they got a song, you know, yeah, I love it. I don't know the name of the song, but I know they they talk about being trendy anyways. So <laughs> yeah. you know are, are you it. talking about Stella? Uh, are you talking about Stella? Uh, yeah. So yeah. Out Everybody's gonna give me lots of money, and everything's gonna be no. They have a song that says the word trendy in it. That's not that song. All right, whatever. <laughs> they do. I'm gonna find it. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna play it somewhere in the middle at the end of this episode. All right, hey, Chrisanda, I want you to You're stay fucking right liar. There. Right, You're I want you to stay right liar. there. Fucking I'm liar. I'm not a liar. I'm not lying. Maybe I am lying. I don't know. I'll figure. If I'm lying, I will. Make it. <laughs> I'm lying. We'll find out. We'll find out if I'm lying. <laughs> Cassandra, please stay right there. I apparently I lie all the time, anyways. On accident, though, I don't do it on purpose. If it's an accident, it's not really lying. <laughs> it's just speaking uneducated ish. What's this here? Real, Real big song? fish. Is it called trendy? Is the song called trendy? Yep. Yes, it is. It is. Yep. It, ah! <laughs> They do have a song called Trendy. Thank you very much. Now we're ending this fucking show. Chrisandra, <laughs> please stay right there till after till after the outro song plays. Um, I, I hope he want, chokes. I do want to thank Kyler. I want to thank Diego, Sam, for helping us out and producing the show, always making us look a lot better every single time. I want to thank the Pantheon Podcast Network. And, of course, Chrisandra, I want to thank you and the Vaughn Champs for coming on, sharing some experiences with us. Uh, go buy their record if you collect vinyl. Super cool looking. Go stream them. You can check out their album if you're in an area where they're going to play shows. I've heard they have a really high energy show that they put on stage. So even if you don't know all their songs, it's always going to be a fun show anyways. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us, follow us on all podcasting 
platforms. That's all the time we got. Peace out. Rock on. And much love. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does anything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.